There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Mouse Jones. I'm Matt Wilds from Flora. And we are live next Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Happy Monday to everyone in the neighborhood, you freeloaders and uh give backers alike. Um, it is God Next Door Podcast. It's it's uh it's looking like it did last week, except I am in for Ryan. So it seems that Che is the lone guy's next door. She is the only one y'all can count on, but that is typically Oh, that would be so cool. We should we should do that. We should definitely do that. Damn, we should have did that. You know what? Fuck it. That's what we're doing. Scrap the other idea we was going to talk about. That is a great idea. Because I identify with that idea. And I got to prep to go into journalist mode and really have it. Because that means I have to redo Ryan's, too. Uh-huh. I guess. I guess. It's more content. It's more content. I'm really... You know what? We'll do it for Patreon. There we go. We'll do it for Patreon. There it goes. Speaking of Patreon, let me tell you, Hakeem Campbell's, you Kimmy Gibblers of the world, do fucking better. Go to patreon.com backslash guy next door pod. Put a dollar in the collection plate. Put something instead of putting nothing. Because you niggas get what? Two episodes for the price of none. The stimmies hit. I know the stimmies hit. I don't get a stimmy. I know you niggas got stimmies. Therefore, put some of the stimmy to where y'all be getting y'all entertainment from. Y'all niggas all be all up in here. Y'all be in the cabinets. Y'all be in the refrigerators. Y'all be on the couch, leaving dents in the couch. Just to let you know, if change drops from your pocket into the couch, it's now mine. You know, you don't hit me like, yo, we dropped that note. Nope, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. So, what I want you to do, what I want you to do, the only thing I want y'all to do is go to God Next Door Pod on Patreon.com and make sure you become a patron. Pick up your keys today. Also, make sure you're following us on all socials. That is God Next Door Pod on everything. Twitter, Instagram, and if you want to continue the conversation on Twitter, make sure you use the hashtag Guys Next Door Pod. Or is it Guys Next Door? Which one? Let's 
I think pod is in there. I think pod is universal at this point. I'm pretty sure we made that correction last year. There you go. Yeah, I got that. Um, yep. Um, I'm not forget YouTube. Make sure you check us out on YouTube, Guys Next Door Podcast. And uh, listen, make sure you're always subscribing. Make sure you're commenting. Make sure you're rating. If you're listening on Apple, leave us a five star rating. Why? Because we need validation. So all I ask is that you give us that five stars. One, two, three, four, five. Leave a nice comment. We might even read it on air. Speaking of reading things on air, if you got a letter that you want, if you got a, a letter that you want answered on air, it's very simple. You need to send an email to God next door one two three at gmail dot com. Okay, very simple, very simple thing to do here. You put in the subject matter, you put in the subject line your own fake name, or Shay's gonna read exactly what's in front of her. Like, we're not doing, we're not helping y'all. Y'all, we're helping y'all already. We're not helping y'all double time because y'all ain't paying. A lot of you niggas be asking questions and don't be Patreon members. What if only you could ask questions if you were a Patreon member, huh? You niggas would be screwed, but we don't do that foul shit. So head over to Patreon. You know what? That's, I already said that. I mean, bring it back to self. If you have a relationship-based question, it does not have to be. But if it is a relationship-based question, we ask that you send a picture of you and the suitor. So that way we can make sure we're giving um, even advice. I don't want to give, you know, uh, I don't want to give regular eye advice to somebody with a lazy eye. You feel me? Because the advice is going to vary, you know, and I don't want to give lazy eye advice to a correct eye person. You understand what I'm saying? So um, help us help you. Um, in doing that, remember guys next door one two three at gmail dot com. Let's get into this week's episode. Che, how are you feeling? I, after some technical difficulties that Rella is going to kill me for in thirty seconds, but I feel um pretty decent. <laughs> um, I was in a little bit of a darker space the last month, or just in general, just this whole moving process has not been kind as I expected. Um, but I recently tore up. Right. Cause you're all the way on the I other sure side am. of the world that I am, but I like it over here. I miss home. What, 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 what type of, um, what type of courage or, or I don't know if courage is the right word, but what type of mindset do you have to be to like move away from um, family? This is going to sound fucked up. I guess for me, it's easier compared to most people because I'm I'm not close with my family in that manner. Do I love them to absolute death? Yes. Would I catch a bullet for them? Yes. I don't and I never have felt the need to be around them constantly. So it's easier for me to pack up and move. Mm. And I just I uh, the the jokes now, some people are going to be um, confused. So explain to people how you could love your family as much as you do and not be close to um, them. It's the same as, as, I don't know, it's it's like a weird, it's a weird place because it's like, if anything was to happen to any of them individually, I'd be devastated. Actually, perfect example. Um, so my mom's side of the family, the Dominican half, um, my grandparents don't speak English, so I've never actually been able to be close to them because of the language barrier. Now, my grandmother knows enough to 
almost say certain things to me. And I understand enough when she's asking me general questions, I can respond to her in English. But I've, I've never... I've never had a full conversation with either one of them, if that makes sense. Last year, mm-hmm. June, um, my grandfather ended up dying. And I still cried for three days over a man who I've never had a full conversation with. Just because I know that's mm. family, that's blood. And I know seeing my mom hurt over the death of her father hurt me. So it's like, that it's that weird, like, I might not feel uh, close or intimate with you, but you're still my family and, and things that happen to you affect me, I guess, is like the space that I live in with it. Right. Hmm. But, um, yeah, with, with that, hmm. like, because they're not, I speak to my mom the most out of everybody. My dad might text me every now and then out the blue. My sister is, she's worse than me when it comes to answering my phone. My brothers are both younger than me. So it's like, it's not much conversation that happens there. But like, we all talk once a season type shit. And then we catch up and we go about our business. So that's why it's easier for me to pack up and move across the country. And why I tend to be, I I look at my friends as my chosen family. And like, they have just as much of a foothold in my life as my actual family does, if that makes sense. Uh yeah, it makes absolute sense for you know as being one of those people. So I get it. Um, yeah, I just like you know for sometimes for those conversations to be had. Um, when we make certain statements on here, because I know it mm-hmm. identifies with a lot of people. Um. Okay. Well, that takes me to what I want to talk about today a little bit in a, in a sense. Um, I want to know. Or I want to have a conversation about it, whether it's okay or not. To not give a fuck and to not have to have an opinion on things, right? Because I, I see it over and over again in our industry, um, specifically mine, um, when I'm silent about things or quiet about things, people tend to think my silence is, is me agreeing or uh, me mm-hmm. condoning or something, right? Um, either way or being against it, right? Yep. If it's um, quote unquote positive. And um, I try and tell people, like, I I typically don't speak on things that I don't give a fuck about, even if I even if it comes to money. Right. Like I've told um brands that I've been a part of. Um, No, nah, I'm not talking about that. Uh, it serves me no purpose. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do like it. I don't care about it. Um, I don't want to speak on. Um, I guess what brought this up was um the video of Kirk Franklin. Um, you know, somebody who who's who's played a big part of my life and my career and things of that nature. Um, a video of him came out, him having a private conversation with his son, his 33-year-old son, that they obviously have a cantankerous relationship. Um, and he cursed him out, which, you know, took everybody aback because, oh, he's a gospel singer. But he's also a man. He's a human being. Um and humans have these issues. So I seen that and I didn't say nothing about it. I didn't like cause I didn't think it was funny. I don't think it was any of our business. And literally every time I've been asked about it, I've said it's not my business. I've been reached out to today alone. I've been reached out by three uh, huge media corporations to, to have an opinion on it, to do uh, a mouse ways in type of thing. 
And I've turned it down each time. Money's been involved every time. I'm not saying this to toot my own horn about my high moral standard because I don't have one. But I'm just, it's none of my business, right? Like, this isn't something that Kirk put out. It's not nothing that he knew was coming out. His son recorded a conversation and released it. And I don't think, and like I said, this is none of our business. So I don't speak on it. I find, I can see there's going to be certain people who are going to be in weird positions after speaking on this because it doesn't really concern us. So as somebody who's, you know, who's been thrust into the media world this past two years, um, or just in general, like, how do you feel about that? Like, is it okay when certain things happen? Is it okay for the media personalities you look up, you look to for news or look to for opinions? Is it okay for them not to give? Um, well, for one, I don't necessarily look to people that way. In the same way that I am one of those weird people, I don't necessarily have uh, like celebrities or people that I look up to. I don't care enough. I already don't care enough. But also, why why would I expect these celebrities or these media heads or whoever the case may be for for you to state or state your opinion on something, you should have all of the facts before you speak. So unless you're talking to Kirk directly, why are you forming an opinion against him and you don't know what happened in that household? And that goes both ways on the son's behalf and Kirk's behalf. You don't understand the full dynamic of that situation. So why do you feel the need or why do you, it's ego. Why do you feel like your opinion on this situation is so, so valid, so high that you have to give it? Just shut up. Shut up and listen. Let it be. Let it be. Mm. It's already being mm. it's already a private matter that's being taken way out of context and blown up and put thrust into the media and all that other shit. Why do you need to add to the conversation or the issue? It serves no purpose. Mm. Okay, so let's take it from this specific situation. Let's talk about as a, as a whole, right? Um, obviously we're in. I guess sensitive would be could be a. Uh, even now I'm thinking about it. Fuck it. We are in sensitive times where one thing said or one Absolutely. thing misconstrued could 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 end somebody's career or could um could ruin it or mm-hmm. or could make it very hard. But also what I've realized is. I think people don't understand that silence. Well, I see that people are trying to do that with silence, but I think silence is still the gold, right? Uh, there's still gold in silence where, you know, it's not my fight. It's 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 okay to shut the fuck up. It's okay not to give a fuck about every single thing that comes across our screens. And I think we're in a space where people are in such a need not to rebuttal, not to love, not to hate, but just to speak. There's a lot of people who just speak. A lot of people for no like reason. to hear their own voice. Is the problem just just no, that that's literally mm, that's, that's simply it. Like you you've come across, um, say in a in a mixy situation, industry situation where like you come across somebody and they could spend literally an hour and a half talking about only themselves and their accomplishments. People love to hear the sound of their own voice reflect their own ego. So it, it has it has nothing to do with mm. their knowledge on the subject or anything like that. They just want to feel like they're the most they're the smartest and most prominent person in the room. That's all they care about at that point. 
that's, that's probably why clubhouse is so, so big, big right because now. club when clubhouse came out it leveled the playing field and giving regular folks us normal folks an equal footing and an equal platform up until the celebrities came and took over because when the celebrities weren't on there clubhouse was lit it was amazing. Like you could actually have real dialogue and get different points of views, but now it's nothing but dick riding and everything else that comes with every other form of social media out there. But you literally get to hear yes. your voice. So it goes back to what you said, mm -hmm. what people love to hear the sound of your voice. It goes back. It, it, you literally hear the sound of your voice next to yep. your, your favorite celebrity's voice. And now, um, for those at home, I use air quotes. Um, and now it's like solidified or now you, you know, mm -hmm. there's some type of validation that comes with being yep. who you are. I hate it. I really do. I, I really do hate it because when you fill up that void with empty words, it becomes destructive, right? I don't want anybody speaking on a situation who doesn't genuinely Bingo. care about a situation. I don't want anyone putting any work behind anything if they don't have a genuine Bingo. care about that thing. And a lot and I don't think people understand and today um words words do not equate work. And I don't know if people understand that. Words do not equate work. So the problem is, it's a lot, it's a lot of problems, but one of the problems that comes with fake caring about everything is once you fake care, people are then going to hold you accountable or should hold you accountable yep. for the words you say. And when you don't, and when those words don't have any action behind them, you've just put yourself in, now you've, you've just fucked yourself. Because now you're a fraud but and now I everybody think, knows I it. think the, the problem is, is that even though that person might be fraud, it takes so long for everybody else around them to catch on. So it's like the lie is getting perpetuated much longer than what it used to. Because everybody's so enamored with like the – everyone's so enamored with the uh, the front-facing like what they show you. And they never actually get to see the depth behind it. They just run with what they see. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's very human, right? That's the human. That's the humanity in it. I, t I want everyone to understand. The point of this conversation today is me, at least for my, my portion. I want everybody to understand. It's okay not to care, and I won't judge you. If you don't care about... LGBT plus rights and issues, that's okay. It's okay if you don't care. I think the problem is when you fake care or when you care against it. When you care, that was the point I was going to make. You cannot it, right? care and be neutral or silence, but don't not care and and, and be uh, destructive towards it. Exactly. Because then you, you, you care. care enough to hate it. You care, right? you care enough you to care hate enough, it. You care enough. Right. 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 You know how people would be like, you know, and, and we see it all the time on Twitter and any social media. Somebody will come on and be like, da, 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 but I don't care. To open well, your you mouth cared enough to, you You only don't care. Now you want us to see you don't care because you're being held accountable. Right. So, um, like I said, it's okay. 
Um, it's okay not to care about Black Lives Matter. I get it. It's okay. Life is full of things. Your life specifically is so full of things. Um, now, if you're black, yeah, no, that that's egregious to me. Like there's mm. there's no there's no rationalizing that in my mind. I mean, listen, there's there's right there there is an argument to be made that. A selfish one that hey my life is this and I'm not worried uh-huh. about other but people. But when I shit do pop off in your life, I better my... not see that motherfucking mm-hmm. GoFundMe. I better not see a motherfucking don't, thing. Don't you care. didn't care? So don't ask the community right. to come and help you see? and lift you up when you need it. You want to forsake us when you're up? Don't come to us when you're down. Take that shit down the river. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent agree. So so. My point is, it's okay not to care about these things. Listen, if you, it's okay not to care about this, this Asian hate narrative. It's okay. It's okay not to care about, it is okay not to care about all of these things. But when you fake care about it and you open your mouth, now you have to stand next to it. I want to know where that started. Right. Like, I don't know where that shit started. And I always love to get to the uh, the root of something like, where did this shit start? Where did this shit start? I'm looking around, I'm looking around and I'm like, fucking Tumblr. <laughs> An old gem. Fucking Twitter. Twitter and Tumblr is the reason why yeah. people have to fake care. You, you Like, you have to fake care. You have people looking at you know, you care about one thing and now people are looking at you to care about everything. It's impossible. It is. It is it it is absolutely impossible to care about everything. Like it is impossible to care about your life, your worries, everything you got going on, your family. Mind you, we're in a pandemic. Then it is, then you have to care about your friends mm-hmm. and those connected to you. You gotta worry about work. You gotta worry about um, place to stay. Then you know if you if you do care enough, then you gotta worry about the social issues yep. that directly affect you first. It's literally impossible to continue to keep taking, 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 taking on but other I, things you, to care about. You know about. what the the wild thing is, and I've had this argument on several occasions with other black people where it's it, I, th- I don't know if it if everybody feels like this or if other um, minorities are starting to feel like this. But I think we're more tired than other people because it's always been on black people to care about everyone else. No, no, no black mm, issue has mm. ever been left a strictly black issue because then it becomes, oh, well, Spanish people go through it. Oh, well, Asian people go through it. But on the same mm-hmm. flip side, like take mm-hmm. the Asian and Jewish communities, they 100 percent put on for their own communities. The what is it? The Jewish dollar stays within the community mm-hmm. seven times before it leaves. One dollar gets gets circled around at least that. seven times mm-hmm. before it leaves the community. But we as black people, when we do that. It's all of a sudden, oh, well, what about, what about, what about? Like, we're not allowed to solely focus on our own. So I think that level of care that you're talking about is something we were never afforded in the first place. Mm, 
go deep on that. I like that. I like, like, that. Um, I like it, it was a conversation yeah. I had with the other partner where um, he asked me a random question about if you were if you ever came across shut up if you ever came across an obscene amount of money like an, enough millions to where you could take care of yourself mm-hmm. your children your friends everybody and you still have an obscene amount of money left what would you do and my personally one of my like it's a dream but I'm gonna see if I can make it happen I would love to buy apartment buildings one one in Atlanta one in New York one in LA but I would rent the apartment buildings out to black creatives and how you would pay me for rent would be in Mm. projects because think about as a creative, how much do you think you could get done if you didn't have to be worried about the roof over your head and within these complex, within these complexes would be um, like in Atlanta, the, the recreational area would be a music studio that you have access to for free. And I would love to run a house like mm-hmm. this. And I, when I when I said the whole like strictly for black creatives, he's like, oh, well, what about the other minorities? So why the fuck do I need to? Why? Why can't I just do something for my community first? Like, why, why is that an issue that when I want to put my efforts solely into black community, all of a sudden it's, well, what about the other minorities? But nobody else gets asked that same thing. No one has ever. It, it, which is Full circle. Woo! You get good at this. You get good at this thing. Because, you know, because like you said, everybody gets to worry about them. And they don't got to worry about the black people. The Jewish people, they, they, they worry about their plague and what's bothering them. Shit. Sometimes to the detriment of black people, mm-hmm. they don't give a fuck. As long as what they yep. need to be met is met. Latino community, same thing. Uh, white gays, um, because I do want everybody to understand um, that the white LGBT, um, the white LGBT um, journey and, and experience is a lot different from the black LGBT um, plus LGBTQ plus experience. So um, they don't give a fuck. You know, uh, a white gay will call the police on a black man or a black person just as fast as the straight ones okay let's not get it confused but they will ride our float they will ride our backs they will celebrate pride but won't speak about uh, a sister mary you get what i'm saying you see what i'm doing like everybody is down with their agenda and they never once fake care about Mm -hmm. us I do agree with you that that is that turning point where I do think the fake care comes out of, I think it comes out of three places. I think it comes out of a genuineness want to help Agreed. or want to be a good person, the genuineness of wanting to be a good person. Then I believe it comes from the uh, disingenuous uh, wanting to look woke, wanting to look just trying like to get the, the tweets the off, go viral for for being for the people mm-hmm. type shit. And then this is the scariest one. Then I think it comes from a place of black obligation. Where somewhere it's embedded in us that we just have to care about others before self. Right? And if you look at it from a very... Uh, surface level I mean that was that's that was our introduction to the American experience right the black American experience is 
um, serving mm-hmm. everyone else before you serve yourself, if yep. you have enough left to serve yourself. And I think that all three of them, I would like for us to do like a deep dive on it somehow, some way. Not today, but some at some point. Um, but the one I think is the most destructive is I'm not sure if it's the the feeling of obligation or the fake woke guy, because the fake woke guy or person, um, they'll be exposed. Eventually, they'll be exposed and written off. The ob- the 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 people who feel this. This incessant obligation to care. They're in for the most trouble. And I think that's the most detrimental to us as a society and as a a culture. Because it says says, keep giving, keep giving, keep giving. And you don't pay attention to self. You don't, you you, you give no attention to what need, um, you give no attention to to what needs what plants need the most water because you're out mowing everybody else's lawn. Your shit look like crap, and nobody helping with that. Every I, I want those people. If you're listening, I want those people to understand that that you're gonna keep giving, keep giving, keep giving. That that you're going to find a way to care, find a way to do, find a way to show up for others. And they are not going to find a way to it's give the a same fuck as, about uh, you. you- Constantly pouring into everything and having nobody to pour back into you. So at what point does your water supply run out? Mm. Mm. Like at, at what point do you realize like maybe I'm giving away too much? Which is why you there should be a healthy mm. balance of like what you what you maintain for self, what what you what you use to keep yourself feeling good. And then if you have the spare energy go out and advocate and do what you need to do for others, those you love, people around you, just the the groups that you support and all that. But like, you can't, you can't just constantly give, 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 unless you have the energy to sustain that, then by all means. I don't think anybody has that energy. I, I, I truly don't think anyone has that energy that you can give, give, give without being replenished. It's like, like, we're we're living organisms, right? Like that we're eventually resources run dry and people move on, and that's what people do with these people that always care. The you know, if you look at Twitter, all those people that cared about all these different things, the the world or the people used them up, mm-hmm. and now we ain't got shit. Where are those people at now? Like. I love, I love, we had him on the show. I love the good brother, DeRay McKesson. I want to talk to him about what do the people give? Because you give so much to us. You give so much to us and you give so much for us. What do the people give? If anything, what, what do they give? And maybe I ask you, what should they give, right? Like, you're somebody who acknowledges someone's efforts to a DeRay McKesson, mm-hmm. to a Netta, to a uh, um to 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 a AOC, to a um a, a, a Latrice Keisha Jones, to a Tamika Mallory, a Mysan. What 
what do the people owe them? Um, that's a good question. I think everybody's answer would be different depending on how they receive um, energy from others. So I know for me, what I personally try and do is if I don't have a direct relationship with them, then I, I'll i like say I'll go to the creative level because that's that's my world. Um, I don't have a direct relationship with you, but I'm going to mm-hmm. give you your flowers while you're alive to see them. So whether it be just me, I can't afford your work, but I'm retweeting it and boosting it to my using my tiny platform to like hopefully get you more eyes or things like that. Or, right. Um, I have uh, plenty. Hey, <laughs> hey, don't call it a tiny platform, Che. We we see that thing. We see the Che Hive has grown over the past two years. The Che Hive has grown. Okay, they are, they are yeah. Team Che. But like okay. Even, um, My was, mama is Team you Che. Said hi. Actually, I'm gonna just call later. <laughs> My Che said hi. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. She right there. Ma. You know she don't want to come. Ma. Here. Chase says hi. Come here. Come here. Chase says hi. You got to open you know the she door. Don't, you know she don't want to be on camera. Chase says hi. Hi, Mom. Hey, How are you? Hey, how you doing? Come see her. Just, just close that door so the world can hear everything going on in the house. And, yeah, because you know she don't, don't like being on camera. Screen, just, I'm good. How are you? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> she says she's good. How are you? Oh. I'm good, thanks. <laughs> so she can hear you. How's a... Hey, yeah, how's 2021 20, uh, treating you guys? I can't complain. You know, it, it is. Uh, that, that is one thing we know. always do is persevere and survive. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, I am in the middle of doing laundry and washing kids. Oh, you know, Ma, good, this would be a good question for you that we talked about. <laughs> you know like, she don't like this doing this. Be good. Dad's been on the podcast before, relax. So we're having this conversation about it being okay not to care about certain things. You can't care about everything, right? Um, And I do think that I get a lot of my resolve in that regard from you. 
whether um, in person or just genetically, I am very okay with not caring about certain things, like actively, like that ain't none of my business. And the things I do care about, the things you care about, we go very hard for. What is, where does that resolve come from? Is it from the times you were born or and grown up in the which the way you grew up? It, like, is that, is it a, is it a trauma response? Like how, what's the. I think with myself, with myself, it's a, a combination of um, obviously me, just me, who I was, even as young, you know, as I was young and certain things and. I just wouldn't take it to heart. And if it did hurt my feelings, I'm like, mm-hmm. sure, this ain't going to break me. I don't know. Maybe it's got something to do with being short, small. I don't know. You know, but I always, from the time I could remember, oh, I'll be looking at certain things like, that ain't going to break me. Oh, you don't want to talk to me today? Oh, oh, well, you know, I'm not saying it didn't hurt, but it ain't going to break me. You know, so I've always been like that. And I always had a sense of, this ain't going to break me. My mom is me. the same way. I'm going to be all right. Now, how did you, now, how did you, um, yeah, how did you, how did you accept that and then pass it on to us? Oh, I told you your grandma. <laughs> 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 no, you know what I taught my kids, or at least I tried to teach them. Cause you know, like with the amount of kids I got, you see different personalities. Um, <laughs> Sorry. What's the child? Okay. My son, my oldest, you know, I always seen that, you know, like he'd take a licking and keep on ticking. Even from like if, you know, when he was younger, he'd run into something. He ain't, if he cry, you know, like, oh my God, let's get him. He'd be like, what? What? I'm all right. But I always saw in him where just things rolled off his back. Now, that don't mean, because I, 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 I feel that sometimes people tend to act like they can hurt your feelings and, mm-hmm. and don't care, you know? So, I mean, that was a concern, but I always saw that with him. Then I got other kids. They just as tender. I'm like, Oh Lord, you know, but then, and I have to learn the, all right, it's okay. It's okay. You know, cause like if I got to come back four or five times, I'm like, Lord, we dealing with the same thing. That's what I say in my head. I don't say that out loud, you know, but I'm like, Lord, Jesus, they still, crying about this you know but um I, I i you know a lot of talking a lot of talking a lot of just telling the kids like some things you you, you don't matter like i'm not saying it's not important but it's not as important don't make it so big don't make it too big you know and and it doesn't mean you don't care it doesn't mean you don't feel it. it just means you're not gonna stay right there and let it break you and it also don't mean, you know, I don't want to have have people think that you don't have feelings because he has feelings, you know, and, 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 you know, if, if, if you're his friend, you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna hurt his feelings, even though he does a lot of laughing, you know, and, and, and rarely, you know, I, I never see, you know, and he's older now, I don't see this kid cry. But that doesn't mean you made me cry you. yesterday. Okay, I won't tell you. You can tell it. No, tell them. I didn't mean to. What happened? What happened? T- tell them what happened. So we was at we was at oh, yes, uncle, yes, yes. You know, my my brother from another mother. We was at the funeral. So he was sitting next to me. So we I Mind you, going, I don't mind you, everyone here knows I, know, I don't he go to funerals. Right, I don't but he the needs last to funeral be there I went to was, was his uncle. my grandmother. I don't go to funerals. 
And I, I try not to make the kids. Uh, no, I, kids I had no go to funeral. I had no plans of going to this funeral. I had said my I, last time I seen my uncle, it was love. I was good. Right. Mom, my mom called me. She said, "Gotta be there for your dad." I said, "Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for guilt me into it." <laughs> I was I never I was in the Atlanta airport. She said, "You have to be." I said, "Okay." Now we at the funeral. Go ahead. So, you know, I'm going through my phone and he's sitting next to me. And, you know, we sitting way in the back because that's where we need to be. We, we are two in the same in that. We do not sit and next I'm like, to the body. I was like, I saw him going through the texts from Uncle Nick. And as I come across this text, he took pictures on the TV of when he was, when, when Mouse was at Soul BET, Train. the mm-hmm. Soul Train Awards. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he took different pictures and he sent them to me. And I and my response was like, I know. And I was like, oh, look, look, Uncle Nick sent this to me. And it was about you. And, you know, and, and, and his head went down. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh my God! I like didn't make, mean to make him cry. My my the baby, my baby girl. She's like, you made him cry. I was like, I didn't mean to. And then my other daughter said, put the phone away. What's funny is I can imagine all this chaotically like, happening so... with like hushed voices. Like, oh yeah. no, I didn't mean to make you yes. cry. Right? Then he. Everyone who's made me cry had any doing with me crying in the past three to five years. Are all sitting in this? They 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 made me cry on this podcast. Aww. Uh, like yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. Before you go, my um, I do want to ask you one last question, right? Um, what is it like? Because we're talking about everybody always having to feel like you have I don't to care. Want you to call me mom. I want you to say mommy, cause mom, I feel like that's my government, right? So you gotta call me mommy. <laughs> go ahead, mommy. Um, <laughs> come back over here. Come back. So, All right. There we go. Right there. Go ahead. So okay. Um. So we're talking about how people sometimes fake care, um, and I, I I said it could be from one of three things. Where whether it's like this moral black obligation to care, black <laughs> people always feel like they have to care mm-hmm. and help everybody. Mm-hmm. The there's the people that like genuinely just want to help, want to help, want to help yeah. that they find themselves fake caring about everything. Right. Then there's the detrimental part where I feel like. There's people who fake care and just want to be the person who had something to say, love to hear their own voice, right? Yeah. Right. So <laughs> in that, where do you stand in regard, or where do you see your generation standing in this generation, which is literally it's changing every day to where there's another moral, there's another social issue to care about, another moral thing to care about, Um where do, where do you and your generation stand? Or what is it like seeing that transformation from someone who grew up mm-hmm. as a black woman? So on the rougher side of mm-hmm. how the world just was the world yeah, yeah. to now. With, it's to me, with, with, with my children being grown now and with you doing what you do and then your sister being in the school that she's in and just, you know, I'm learning. I'm learning because, you know, my, my, my parents was 40 years older than me. So certain, I mean, they cared about things, but, but they had this mindset too of, you know, don't, 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 don't Mm -hmm. rock the boat, you know, just kind of get through, don't rock the boat, you know? And, 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 and I had saw myself doing that until my, my, my kids, like make you aware of stuff and I'll be I'll be at work and I I'll be like looking at people with the side eye like you know and I said Lord have mercy the children 
or changing me. You know, where things I would let it pass. Oh, it don't mean that. Mm -hmm. You know, you guys are making me aware of. Uh, it might mean that. Mm -hmm. You know, but when you say about the caring, mm -hmm. I, I don't want to. I don't want to dismiss what anybody's going through. You know, mm -hmm. and, and and say, oh, that ain't that ain't important because that's not true. It is, but I think you have to have a balance of can you support them, how to support them, and still stay balanced in your life. Because if you try to save everybody, mm -hmm. for lack of a better word, no, you're right. Mm -hmm. You you'll be lost. So I do care about what you're going through, and if there's some way I can help that doesn't cause this over here to you know go down mm -hmm. I, I definitely will do it you know but um you know and and i believe you got to help the way you can help you know some people can get out there and protest some people can throw money at it some people can throw uh like if they're lawyers or something like that you know they got to do what they can do and be good mm -hmm. at it so it could be effective so i don't know if that like answered you know, the the question, but I am, I'm still learning. I'm learning. Like I said, I'm learning that certain things I will brush off. Hmm. I'm like, mm -mm. I'm like, you know, like you guys have really woken me up to be like, no, that's not okay. Mm -hmm. That's not okay. Don't, don't say that or don't do mm -hmm. that or mm -hmm. don't accept that from somebody, you know, wherein, like I said, when we grew up, you know, a uh, perfect example, we grew up watching Little Rascals, right? right. The original Little mm -hmm. Rascals. And some of that stuff on there, you couldn't play that no more. <laughs> it was just as racist, you know. And I'm Alfalfa like, would be and, canceled today. And we're today. sitting here as like we were junior high, where we laugh at it, and we were we were desensitized mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. to it, and it was okay. And that's why they could play it because it was okay. Nobody, you know, we was like, that's just how it is. No. And now you're like, no, you can't play it. It ain't all right. You know, so I, I'm learning. I'm Thank learning. you, mama. Bye, mom. Welcome, son. I'm about to change. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to do laundry. Well, I think on that. She, she, she kind of, she oh, definitely came in, showed up, and showed the fuck out. <laughs> she, she did. I don't think there's nothing else to say. No, what's uh, funny is like, in a lot of the things that she was saying, she, I could, I've heard my mom say it in like the exact same way. Like my mom has always mm -hmm. been like, she'll be upset for all of five seconds and then she'll be like, it's above me. It's out of my hands. I can't control it. So there's no point in me being stressed over it. There's, like I hold I hold grudges against people, like I hold, and I don't because I don't feel like it's me holding a quote unquote grudge. It's me giving you the It's me giving you the credit for being <laughs> stupid, right? So if I dis if I dislike you, or if I have a grudge against you, it's gonna stay that way. But I, honestly, after the infraction, I don't care about the infraction. There's no like I've said on this podcast many a times. I don't Neither. even believe in apologies, like. Don't tell me you're sorry. It's going to infuriate me because what does your sorry show do for me? Show me you're different. Don't just I'm sorry. Like it. Show me or 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 show me you're not different. Show me that this is the way you operate and feel Bingo. so that way I know. But don't waste my do not waste my any time minutes on Don't I'm you miss sorry. where you, you used that. to be able to say like don't call um, me before nine? <laughs> Child, 
Child, I still say that. They just text me. I'd be like, come on. If people call me, literally, if somebody calls me and I don't answer, I'll text them and be like, yeah, it's before my own. You stupid. before my Instagram. <laughs> Everybody got something slick to say. I'd be like, you want to pay my phone bill? Um, But yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's like, I hold grudges to the person, but after the infraction, I don't care. I'm over it. I just don't mind disliking you. Okay. Like I don't, I don't mind that. Uh, so I say that to say, I think, and like clearly, I just heard where I get it from. It's like once it's happened, like I'm not gonna sit over here and cry about it, man. You already did it, like it already happened. There's gonna be some. You know, therapist or therapy friendly people that's gonna hear what my mom said and hear us today and be like, mm-hmm. "Well, that is actually a trauma response, and that is due in part to the lack thereof." Have you been studying? Unpacking, unpack these nuts. No, I just listen to when people talk. <laughs> that's my job. <laughs> but no, I, I I don't care, man. I I don't care, and I just want everybody to know it's okay. Not to care. I care. Literally, literally it's my um, it, it it's literally my my bio on um, on on Clubhouse. Like, I hate everything except for the things I love. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't I don't care, man. I don't be care. I only care about the things I care about. What's that? Black lives. That's what I care about. If it ain't about black lives surrounding anything about I black get, lives, I get I reprimanded for that. I don't. a lot. For being like that, you can't reprimand. Them. They can't reprimand. They'll be like, "Oh well, F well if them. that's the case, you Who better not buy no no white owned products." And I was like, "Okay, but I, there's no way around that for me." Well, seeing how the world, seeing how the world is set up, and seeing how capitalism and racism uh, and white supremacy all have all been like tied together, running this beautiful three man weave since like the beginning of time. Um, we have no choice but to purchase white-owned things uh, multiple times during our day, and I'm fine with that. But guess what? When something happens to Karen or Billy, I do not care. Don't tweet it on my timeline. I'm not retweet. I don't care. When something happens to Zhao, I don't care. When something happens to Hector, I don't care. It's not my fight. I care when it happens to the people that look like me. Why? Because don't nobody else. Now. Um, do you I have do a have an interesting one. It's not relationship related. And I actually feel like you could Thank kind of speak to it. I only Lord. skimmed it, so I didn't get the full context of it, but it was enough for me. Um so the subject is every black woman's worst fear. Woo! Yeah. Again, I remember I already said it's okay. not relationship related. So you already know this is making a hard left turn. I loved. Okay. Woo! Okay, so let's do it. So I'm going to skip the accolades. Thank you, Kiki. Yes. Um, she said she loves the show, all that other stuff. Um, yeah, shout out. Thanks. Yeah, 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 we don't. She keep, said on, don't do a friend of mine recently had a bad encounter with police. Nothing serious, but it clearly left a bad taste in his mouth. When he told me, naturally, my first concern was his safety. I didn't really know how to react, so I held him for a minute. 
We have been friends since we were teenagers. I guess my question is, how would you as a black man uh, want your your woman to handle hearing something like this? Mind you, I'm not his girl and we are single. However, I am the emotional type and the idea of losing him scares me, but I stayed contained. So I guess she she's asking you as a black man issues with police and stuff like that. How do you want us to comfort you? Or what is the acceptable way to comfort you when we don't necessarily Ooh. understand? Um, I'm going to go on the, and this might double back to what we were talking about earlier. I can't think of a time since being an adult, definitely as a kid, it happened. Um, but I can't think of a recent time. I mean, outside of time, I I was, I was arrested on that gun charge in Virginia. I don't think of a time I've been treated. I haven't had no bad run-ins with police officers, if any. I think any of the ones I have had as of the past 10, 5 to 10 years. No, didn't even, because I turned myself in for that. The reason I'm, I'm trying to think, because I'm like, well, how would I, right? Like, if I had an issue... With a police officer that rubbed me the right wrong way. First and foremost, I want you to tell me I'm right. I don't need I don't need to see it from his point of view. I don't give a fuck about how scary his job is. I'm your man. And I'm telling you this. What's happening in that instance? In that instance, so many walls are being broken. First and foremost, I'm being vulnerable. I'm coming to you. I feel safe here, clearly. I need you to, so I need you to take heed of that. And I need you to nurture what's happening in that moment. In that instance, I don't know if, because the time, the, the, the last time I, or the last two times I've had any encounters with police, I was dead wrong. I was in the midst of being dead wrong. So uh, there's that. Um, but feeling feeling helpless as a man is one of the greatest emasculators in, to a man, right? Like, yeah, you're calling me a bitch and pointing your fingers and calling me all kind of crazy words in front of my friends, disrespecting. That's that's an emasculator. But I feel like the greatest one is for a man to feel helpless. Whether he's tied up watching you disrespect this woman, he can't get to you, or you have the police drawing down on you. You can't really act the way you want to act because you're scared for your life. If a man is telling you that he's sharing that with you, please, ladies, please, or men, whosoever, who, who, whomever is being told this, please, please um, be very gentle with that man. Be very gentle with that man. You, you, he's, you're a safe space, and if you want to continue to be that, be gentle with him. Allow him to vent. Allow him to get that off. Agree with him. Because it's only gonna take, but it's only gonna take a half of a a half of an insecure thought on his end to shut that down forever. 
So, yeah, I think to answer that, just be gentle, as gentle as possible. Be gentle as possible. Um, prayers to that man. Hope he all right. Um, yeah, just be gentle. What um, would you do in that instance? So I feel like there's been three times in my life where I've prevented that from happening. Um, actually, two of them were in New York where um, one time was with a homeboy. One time was with technically a stranger who I just met that night who had offered to drive me home where we're in the car. This is both instances. We're in the car. I think we're on the Jackie Robinson gets pulled over by police. Yep. Both times, you know, dark ass tent, nice car, black man driving it. And of course, you know, police always go right. to the driver's side first. Both times, police came in mad fucking attitude. Mad attitude already escalating the situation, everything. And it's not until I lean forward and I look at the officer that their whole demeanor changes. They realize black man is not mm. alone. And I'm a light-skinned woman. You can't exactly tell what I am. So you don't know if you don't know what you're messing with at that point. And immediately both times whole attitudes were shifted and all of a sudden it's a quick and easy transaction. All right, you can go about your night. And I, I am 100% certain that had I not been in the car both those times, things would have continued to go left for both those guys. Mm. So for me, I, I do take the whole, let me validate comfort, all that. But I'm also, I believe in burning the world down for the people that I love and care about. So I advocate. Mm. I will give you solutions. Okay, cool. Let me go find his badge number. Do you want to take this route? These are your options. I know this person who has this connection. Like I'm giving you, I'm giving you your space, your time to think about it. But I'm coming with a book of solutions for you. So whatever you choose, whatever you want to do, we can ride to the fucking sunset. I will scorch the earth with you and for you. And that's just how I've always been. All of my friends, have, mm. <laughs> I'm I'm still the hothead one of the group. But now I'm like, oh, I will go full Karen. Please don't let me start looking up policies and quoting <laughs> and I'm going to directors. I go to the Better Business Bureau. Like I take things way too far often for shits and giggles because very rarely do I get to go off on somebody for a justified reason. So I'm unleashing. You're getting the anger that I have towards my father, childhood traumas. I'm unleashing all of that on you for a justified cause. Uh, <laughs> all of it. Listen, Jay. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and y'all have seen me do it too. It's a childhood trauma. <laughs> Don't give me a reason. <laughs> I, that I have. D d we will not. Um, Che, uh, listener. Kiki. Did she give a fake name? I don't know if it was a fake name though. I feel like it was a real Kiki, one. Kiki, we love you. We. No, it's Kiki. Hey, Kiki. If I'm pretty sure, you, I'm pretty sure you're listening. We love you. We thank you. Um, and to everyone else, if you have a listener letter you want read on air, make sure you send that email to guysnextdoor123 at gmail.com. That is guysnextdoor123 at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you put your own fake name in the subject line as well. If it is a relationship question, as you heard today, it doesn't have to be. But if it is a relationship question, make sure that you send a picture of you in the uh, suitor. Um, so that way we give proper advice. I don't want to give no, um, I don't want to give like, Silver I don't want to give <laughs> advice. 
I don't want to get silver cap tooth advice to somebody who don't got silver cap teeth. You understand what I'm saying? Same way I don't want to give advice for a woman with sideburns if she don't got no sideburns. You know what I mean? Like, it's, the advice is going to vary based because I'm a realist and I don't fake care. I really care. Somebody who fake cares that you don't matter. Everybody's beautiful. Yeah, no, the fuck go. they not. Okay? There are just some people that ain't beautiful. So the advice I got to give you is unbeautiful advice. You understand me? Your life is beautiful. It's beautiful that you hear, but you're not beautiful to look at. Okay? Okay. Um, we, we really we were. probably were doing you know, so good. Were, I probably was, took us that back. That was the longest like high streak you've ever maintained. And then you just, you just had to end it on that note. Just had to. Shoot up, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he, she, them, or they, and everyone who may fall in between, make sure that you continue to subscribe, listen, comment. If you're uh, if you're listening to this via Apple Podcast, make sure you leave us a five-star rating. Um, why? Children, we need validation. Kimmy Gibbler, Hakeem Campbell, uh, Hakeem Campbell, okay? Y'all sat through this episode. You ain't got to meet my mother. <laughs> Pay up. He's so serious. Okay. Pay up. How? Guys next door. Pod. You go to patreon.com backslash guys next door pod. Become a patron. Pick up your keys today. Okay. Um, make sure you, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Um, hey guys, welcome to my YouTube. Just, I always want to do that. Um, make sure you go to, <laughs> make sure you go to God Next Door Podcast on YouTube, subscribe, leave some comments, um, and do, 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 make sure you're follow, following us on all social media platforms at God Next Door Pod. If you're on Twitter and you want to continue the conversation, make sure you use the hashtag God Next Door. Um, on that note, shout out to Mac and Chris. Finally on That's their honeymoon. Right. Shout out to Ryan. Yes, finally on their honeymoon. Um, shout out to Ryan safely back in LA. He escaped Atlanta finally. <laughs> didn't the he clutches also go... of COVID no, in didn't. Atlanta? Was that, was that a three part trip? It was a three part trip. You're right. Because he he did. You're right. He's didn't probably, he visit my home? He's probably he went, he went yeah. home. No, I think he's on his way to your home. I thought no, but the. Uh, you're right. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Your home is next on the trip. I may be making a stop there as well. Because okay, well, y'all pick me Um, Guys, up. Uh, gift ideas. Start them up. Me and Ryan, Um, April 15th, is vastly approaching. Do the right thing. Yeah. Um, a, ep- a episode actually drops on our birthday. Can we do a live it might go like, crazy. celebration for you guys? Or actually... How about this? Can you come here so the three of us can do something for your birthday? I have ideas. You motherfucking genius. You genius. You know what? Fuck it. April 15th. We're doing it. (laughs) Live from LA. The guys next door. Um, we will be taking cash apps if y'all want cash oh app, right? God. Like, if you want to start early, um, 
Dollar Sign Mouse Jones. Um, make sure, shout out to all our sponsors. We appreciate y'all. Shout out to our agent Eve. I don't know why I'm just um, doing so. I can't. Can I? Right no, I'm gonna shout Shay, myself you stop out. Me. Shout out to shout out to my daughter who just came over here. Shout out to her. Come here. Yeah. Shout out to you. You just yeah. Everybody's getting shout outs right now, Sonny. Oh no, that's not even. Is that Sonny? Yep, that's Sunny Money. Yeah, come on. Is she? Yep. Is she? Yeah, well, everybody. Well, I mean, shout since we're doing this, um, as soon as I get this, say hi, hi to everybody. Sunny. Hello. As soon as I secure this uh, new apartment, um, I have a Amazon wish list. So if y'all want to get me housewarming gifts, there will be items on there. You know, you know, I, uh, I too need things. It's not just them heathens. It's really not your birthday. It's um, not even close hi, to your birthday. Single month, woman so really moved to LA appreciate... by myself, getting an apartment by myself without roommates. That's cause for celebration. It, yeah, okay, it's not so your birthday. I'm just saying, since it's it, no, it's no, I get have a it. month no, I completely until get your it. birthday, I get so it. I can say these things. We do. Do we, we really over the month of April? And time then you can celebrate a, your birthday. Time is a man made March right now. Who's not who's not to say we're not in April? Um, just time because is a man daylight made savings it's a, it's a, did the little like flip kicky shit that it just did yeah. does not mean it did. that it, it expedited did that. your it birthday. It really did that. Thank you. Well, it doesn't mean that but it, it didn't, didn't do that. according so, to the calendar that's um, right here. Now, wow, you guys are coming in here with all of the noise. Wow, <laughs> you you sent the invite, you okay. put up the bat signal. <laughs> yeah, you're and and you're putting toys on my desk. Like, make sure all this gets okay. Yeah. It needs to gets gets the f asap. Thanks, Che. Back to you in the studio. Take that up, put it in the other garbage. Uh, back to you in the studio. I am uh, signing You're off. Done. We will see y'all on Thursday for the nosy neighbors when we get up in everybody business. No, Why? Because men love to gossip too. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Peace. We are next Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm.